Have you ever felt like you have so much to do yet you can't quite figure out what order to do it in? You have so much that needs to get done that you don't know where to start. Have you ever felt like no matter what you do, your task list never ends and organization is a problem for you? If you answered yes to any of these questions, let me reassure you, first of all, that you are absolutely not alone. This episode is a request by somebody who listens to the podcast and struggles with calendaring and organization and task lists and scheduling and all of those things that sometimes terrify us. And when I started thinking about this episode, the only thing that I could think was calendaring and scheduling and tasks. Oh my, I can't believe I just did that. When, <laughs> when I started thinking about this episode, all I could think of was calendaring and scheduling and tasks. Oh no, what are we going to do? So if you were also sitting there wondering, what do I do with calendaring and all of my scheduling and all of my tasks, then this is the episode for you. My name is Amber Furman, and this is the More Than Corporate Podcast. Welcome to the More Than Corporate Podcast. I'm Amber Furman, recovering perfectionist and serial accomplisher. If you're anything like I used to be, you've been living your life thinking that if you accomplish enough stuff, you'll finally find the success you've always wanted. But what if it's not about accomplishing more stuff? What if it's about accomplishing the right stuff? I believe you don't find success. You create it by intentionally designing the life you want and having the courage to get out of your comfort zone to live your design. I went from doing what I was supposed to do to doing what I love to do, and now I get to help others do the same. Keep listening as I chat with inspiring people who make it their mission to live their best life every day and learn how you too can live the life you've always wanted. Before we jump into this, I want to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by Success Development Solutions and the Break Your Bullshit Box Group Coaching Program. If you are ready to take your life and business to the next level of success, if you're ready to surround yourself with people who are also ded dedicated to growth in their personal and professional lives, if you are ready to have the support that you need to design the life that you've always wanted, and you're ready to let go of all the excuses that go on in your head that prevent you from getting there, then the Break Your Bullshit Box group coaching program is for you. If you want to have a conversation about this, let's jump on a call. Text the word SUCCESS to 55444 and let's get something scheduled to find out how you can go from the life that you're living now to the life that you've always wanted. Okay, so without further ado, let's follow the proverbial yellow brick road into the world of calendaring, scheduling, and tasks. What do you do right now that allows you to keep your schedule straight? Is there anything? Like, this is a whole range and gamut of answers. Some people that I talk to say, I don't have anything that I do. I just try to remember it all up in my head. Some people will say, I use a Google calendar. Some people will say, I um, have a paper calendar and a day planner. Some people do all of um, these different things that they've created systems for that make sense in their head. This is one of the things that makes tasking and calendaring and scheduling so complex is that there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's not like I can give you a 
list of do A, B, C, and D, and you'll have calendaring and tasks figured out. It's not a cookie cutter approach. So the first thing that we need to do in order to allow yourself to calendar is to find out where you're at now. If you're only using a Google calendar and you're not checking that, you're not finding out where task lists fall into what you have in your day, then you're really doing yourself a disservice. Calendaring and scheduling in my mind are two very different things. Your calendar is the thing that allows you to know what you have to do during a certain day. What appointments do you have? What are the things that involve other people? What are the appointments that you have coming up? Scheduling to me is finding out the things that are on your task list, the things that are on your I need to get done list. They've been prioritized. Now, where do they fit in in the available times on your calendar? How far in advance are you scheduling your big, big rocks of your life? And then where are your little rocks going? So listen, before I tell you how I do this and before I really dig into the nitty gritty of what this looks like, I want to cover a few mindset issues because, or issues is the wrong word, a few mindset topics, because this is not as simple as let me tell you how to calendar and then you're going to go do it. There is a lot that goes on up here that causes resistance in a lot of people to calendaring and scheduling. And without talking to you individually, I can't really figure out what that is, but I can give you some information on what it could be for others, right? So um, there are some people who have a resistance to structure. There are some people who think that creativity and growth and and advancement in their life comes from the ability to be able to pivot and shift and that they can't do that if they have a rigid schedule. For some people, there's that if you're going to tell me that I have to do it, then I'm going to find every way to resist doing it mentality. And that shows up in different areas of their life as well. For some people, they are so stuck on needing to do things the right way that they don't go through the trial and error process that we need to go through in order to find the way of calendaring and scheduling and task listing that's going to work for them. Um, there are some people who are unable to look at a task list because they think they have to accomplish all of those things. And then they um, lead to burning out and, hey, Jasmine, they lead to burning out and to giving up on the calendaring process. So a couple of things that I want to touch on this, first of all, for you. So first of all, give yourself some grace as you start to go into this process of calendaring and scheduling and task listing. Give yourself some time to adjust and then have some honest conversations with yourself about what's working and what's not. And why do I resist this so much if you are resisting it? Um, and then know that every single person does this differently. If you lined me and 10 other business coaches up and you ask them how they schedule and how they calendar and how they task, you're going to get 10 different answers. So know going into it that the only right way is the way that's right for you. So with that being said, let's dig into the way that I do it. And then I'll, you can modify this for yourself. So 
I run two businesses. I technically, I run three ish. Um, let me just break it down for you. So I have my law firm. I practice criminal defense and immigration here in Las Vegas. And my staff needs to know when I'm available with everything else. So they need to know when they can schedule appointments, which means I can't keep my schedules completely separate because they need to see my availability. So I have to have a master schedule. Um, and that master schedule has to link with whatever I'm doing in my law firm so that my staff can schedule where I need to be and when. I also have business coaching and success coaching clients. I have NLP trainings. I host a podcast. I have networking events. I have um, group coaching. So there's all of these things that I'm doing. I have speaking events that I go to. So all of these things need to be calendared and they need to be calendared in a way that allows me to quickly see what it is I'm doing for the day, where I need to be and what time I have available for task lists. So I personally use Google Calendar. Google Calendar allows you to break down multiple different calendars. So I have everything that I need to do with my law firm that syncs over to Google Calendar. And then I have my networking calendar and my coaching calendar and my personal calendar. Um, I have an administrative tasks calendar. So you know, you could go down the rabbit hole of creating calendars. So my advice to you would be to keep it simple, especially as you're getting started. Sometimes less is more. The thing you want to think of is if I needed to remove all other events and only find these particular events on my calendar, what categories would those possibly be? So what I mean by that is there are times where all I want to see are the networking events that I've signed up for. So I can hide every other calendar except for my networking calendar. And especially for somebody that has a lot of stuff going on, sometimes that allows me to compartmentalize those things in my mind so that I don't have to go through searching through a law firm stuff, training stuff, coaching, networking, all of those things. If you have kids, this could be incredibly valuable because if you had a calendar for each one of your kids, then you're able to see what events does this person have going on as opposed to this person, right? So um, you can decide what the best way is for you to break that down, but you need some sort of a master calendaring system where the places that you're supposed to be, the things that you're supposed to be doing with others, the things that require a specific place and time, that those things have a place to live. So my Google Calendar is that master calendar for me. And then I have the way that I schedule. And I'm going to actually, well, I'm going to talk about this and then I'm going to put it on hold and then I'm going to come back to it. So I use my iPad. Um, I like to schedule by hand. And I also hate to bring um, another book along with me. And I almost always have my iPad with me. So I have a digital planner on my iPad that has the traditional agenda days um, and, and a page for every day of the year with master calendars in it. So for me, I, in an ideal world, now, we're going to get to this in just a minute as well. Everything I'm telling you is in an ideal world. I do practice what I preach. I'm also human. And perfection does not exist. So with that being said, 
In an ideal world, what I do is I, at the end of every month, I take what currently exists on my calendar and I plan, I, I plan that into the month. Are there any big events that I need to schedule? that are not already scheduled that I've been waiting for a place to put them. Do I want to do a networking event? Do I want to host a networking event in Vegas? Do I want to do a, um, ask me anything for my group. And I've been looking for the right place to put that. Am I traveling? Does anything need to be shifted? I look at my calendar a month in advance. And then I, every Sunday, I look at my calendar a week in advance and I take what's in my Google calendar and I go to my iPad in my GoodNotes to my planner that I've purchased. And on that day, I write down the things that currently exist in my, um, the things that currently exist in my calendar. And then I look at what are the things that I need to get done this week? What are the things that need to happen and what day should those fall on? And I really schedule out my time from the point that I wake up in the morning till the point that I go to bed. Now, here's where my accountability comes in. I also track what I actually did. So I draw a line down the middle of my agenda and I track what it is that I actually did during those time frames. And sometimes they line up and sometimes they don't. And it allows me and my coach to see whether I'm overcommitting myself or whether I'm avoiding doing certain tasks and certain things, if something gets pushed back week after week after week, then what is it either not as important to me as I think it is, or is there some emotional attachment there that is preventing me from accomplishing something that actually is important? So that's where tasking comes in. So I want to break from the whole scheduling thing for just a second and talk about tasking. I do have a master task list. I think it's important that we have a master task list, but, and I say, but intentionally, I think it's important that we also look at our master, ta master task list as exactly that, a list that we never expect to be completed. A list of all the things that we need to or want to accomplish that are we get to prioritize as we do our scheduling. Where people start to burn out is where they... Um, expect that their task list will have an end point at some time. The way to avoid overwhelm when it comes to calendaring and tasking and scheduling is to understand that it's a fluid process and that rules are meant to be broken. That what you are creating isn't this rigid calendar that you have to follow. It is the plan to success for your day. And sometimes shit happens and you don't get it done. And if that's the case, then it's time to reevaluate and figure out where those things that didn't get done need to fit in in the future. So when I have a master task list, I have a few different ways that this happens for me because when there's a thought in my head, it has to come out of my head right away. So I text myself often. I will also voice message. So I have a note that my virtual assistant can access that's shared with her where when something pops up, I will put it in that note and then she can go in and add it to our weekly meeting agenda template or add it to a master task list or just do it if it's something that she can do. The um, purpose is that when I sit down and I look at my task list every single week, I'm crossing off things that have either expired and become no longer important to me 
or things that have gotten done um, inadvertently through the accomplishment of other tasks. And then I'm looking at the text messages that I've sent myself, the voice notes that I've sent and adding in anything else that needs to be added into that. And then I'm prioritizing. So every single day I ask myself, well, let's go back to the weekly. So here's back to the scheduling. So when I'm sitting there scheduling my week, I ask myself what needs to accomplish, what needs to be accomplished this week for me to feel like this week has been a success. And I ask myself that every single day, what needs, what three things need to happen today? Actually go back. I ask myself what needs to happen today for today to be successful. Today will be successful if I will feel successful today if, and what finishes that, right? And then I pick three to five tasks that need to get done that day that I'm going to focus on. Um, at the end of the day, when I'm looking at my day and evaluating what got done, I ask myself, or I, I do a little small journal in my, either my head or in my, um, calendar that says today was a success because, right? Success has to be the forefront of all of these decisions. Your definition of success has to guide everything that you do when, how, and why you do it. So the way that this all comes together is going to be a, um, an individualized process for you. And this is different than most of my episodes. I'm going deeper into the how of getting this done than I normally would because, um, it's been particularly asked for. However, if you want more of this, I do go into this in detail in some of my group coaching and in some of the Facebook group stuff that I do. So if you want more of this content, then reach out to me and let's have a conversation to kind of recap a little bit, the mindset things that you need to keep in mind as you're talking about calendaring and scheduling and tasking is why have I been so, what's the purpose of having been so resistant to this in the past? What has prevented me from doing this? And can I be patient with myself while I figure this out and allow myself to be successful? With that out of the way, then you get to find out what is my master calendar situation going to be? How am I going to see the places that I need to be, when I need to be there, and who I need to be there with? What is my scheduling um, process going to be like? How early am I going to look at my schedule? How often am I going to look at it? Am I going to do a paper um, day planner and journal, or am I going to incorporate it into something electronic like an iPad? And then my task list situation, what does that look like? How do I know the things that need to get done and, and have like a prioritized list of what that looks like? So I could talk about this for another two or three hours about how to get this done. It is really a huge topic. Some people time block, some people will um, knock out in power hours and pick a task to do and then take a break. There's so many different ways of doing this that we could explore in further content if that's what you want to do. So just let me know. Um, the moral of the story is that the only right way to do this is the way that's right for you. That overwhelm comes from holding yourself to this perfectionist standard and refusing to give yourself the grace to know that this is a learning curve and that there is going to be feedback along the way, not failure, only feedback. There is going to be feedback along the way that tells you what works for you and what doesn't. And you get to take that feedback and implement it in order to be successful.
really getting good at calendaring, scheduling, and tasking and creating something that works for you as a lifelong process. And it's something that always changes because our mindset is always changing. So keep that in mind. I hope this has been um, valuable for you. This really is one of the tools when people look at me and they say, how do you get so much done? This happens all the time where people say, I have no idea how you accomplish the things that you accomplish without a calendaring system, a scheduling system, and a task management system. I would never be able to get it done. It really is the baseline and the underlying of success from a practical standpoint for me. So I hope that you've enjoyed this. Remember that you have the ability to design the life you've always wanted. You owe it to yourself to get out of your comfort zone and live it. And that all starts with breaking that bullshit box and silencing that voice in your head. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the More Than Corporate Podcast. If anything that was said during this episode resonated with you or provided value in any way, it would mean the world to me if you would head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the More Than Corporate Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. I'm really looking forward to connecting with you. If you'd also like to connect, I've created a Facebook group that is full of amazing people who also make it their mission to live their best life every single day. If that's that sounds like something that you're interested in. The name of that Facebook group is Success Center. Head over there, request to join, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.